drink and dance all night Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers And our pants are feeling tight Bottle service with BKP Bottle service with BKP Hi everyone, welcome to week 20 of pregnancy I gotta do it, I just gotta do it Whoa halfway there okay I've been singing that to myself all week long had to get it out hi welcome to the show guys if you're new here I'm Sarah Merrill Hall I'm the comedy writer and personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast big gay problems and I am also currently 20 weeks pregnant guys this is a huge week we made it to the halfway point I cannot tell you how happy reaching week 20 was for me. It is such a milestone. I've heard the second half of your pregnancy goes by a hell of a lot faster than the first. Well, at least until you get to like the very end. I've heard that last month or so is just absolute fucking torture. But right now, we've got a light at the end of the tunnel. I, I don't know about you. I feel like very accomplished and proud of myself for getting to the halfway point. And hopefully we're all just feeling pretty good. I mean, we've got this. We've already we've already come so far, guys. I don't know about you, but I have felt so much better this week. I mean, mentally, emotionally, physically. I feel like my body is just kind of starting to get the hang of this pregnancy thing. And things just felt a lot easier this week, which is great. Hopefully all of you can relate to that. And week 20 is a huge week, not only because it's the halfway point, but also because many of us will be going in for our week 20 ultrasound appointment, which is a huge one. So for starters, if you opted out of your Nippet test back in week 12, this is the week you're going to find out your baby's gender. Well, if you want to or not. But that is so exciting. Oh, my God. I I loved finding out that we were having a little boy. I feel like it just helped me wrap my brain around, like, what I'm walking into in a few months. And I can picture it a little bit better. But I also have a bunch of friends who opted to being surprised until the very end. So whatever you want to do, do you. Uh, but if you don't want to find out, make sure you let your technician know when you're going in for your ultrasound so they don't spoil the surprise. All right. So I went in for my week 20 ultrasound this week. I was obviously a little bit nervous. You know, they're testing for a lot in there. They're looking for a lot. And what they're looking for, they're checking to kind of make sure that all of the vital organs are there and working properly. They're also looking for possible issues like genetic disorders, spinal bifida, and a few other things that just kind of sound scary. And I was just holding my breath like the few days leading up to it, just hoping that we could get through this appointment with no red flags, not everything looked good. Um, so went in for the appointment. My technician was like very sweet off the jump, which was nice. Um, this time, you know, you go in, you lay down and this time they're doing it over the belly instead of going in like they did. I forget what week that was. I think that was week eight that they had to go in, in on me <laughs> on the ultrasound. Anyway, they're going over the belly, which is a little bit more comfortable this time around. And, and actually, I don't know if every place does this. But the place we went to used like 
they like warmed up the goo that they put on your belly, which I thought was just like a very nice, like chef's kiss, nice touch, very luxurious. So they put some warm goo on your belly and they, you know, use that little wand thingy to start pushing on your stomach. And I gotta say, it was like a little, a little uncomfortable. They're like putting pressure on your stomach and, uh, maybe it's not for everybody. I, I wish I had like emptied my bladder before I went in. So for anybody who hasn't gone yet, that's my little, my little tip for you. Maybe pee before you go in there. Cause when you have to pee and then they're pushing down on your stomach, it's a little, it's a little, uh, uncomfortable, shall we say. But anyway, so she gets started. She starts putting, pushing down on my stomach and literally within like four seconds, our baby pops up on the screen. Like you see his whole shape, which is the last time I saw him on an ultrasound, he was like the size of like a piece of rice, you know? And now here's this baby that is like taking up my whole stomach. That was another thing. Like the position of him, like, like I was surprised by, I don't know why I thought he was still kind of small and like swimming around in there. No, he's like, he's like a fully formed baby. And the the ultrasounds are so advanced now. Like you can see the 3d, like she just goes into his face. That was the first thing she showed us was his face. And I'm sitting there. I'm like looking at his little nose. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. Fuck. <laughs> I did not know if I was going to be able to get through this or not, but you can see his little nose and his little chin and like his face shape. Like I'm looking at my baby's face. When I tell you the tears, <laughs> Like I I've been saying it since the beginning of this podcast. I'm not an emotional person. I'm actually like kind of like a callous, like a little callous in some aspects where I hate being emotional. I'm not a crier. Like people who cry and are emotional, I'm like, get it together. Every single freaking time I go into this doctor's office and I'm like hearing the heartbeat or whatever it is, I'm freaking bawling. Like I, I'm a mush and I hate it. I hate it. I do not like it. Uh, it's just like, it's, it's so vulnerable feeling, but I see our baby's face. I am crying. It is the best. I mean, I don't even, you can't, you can't put it into words. It's just, I'm like, that's my baby. Like that's, he's mine. And I just, I can picture him and I can picture holding him and him being born and like, oh my God, I just, I couldn't handle it. I cried the entire appointment I didn't stop I think that's the problem actually is because I'm so unemotional that it's like it's like opening the floodgates you know like once I start crying it's like 25 years of pent-up emotion just like flowing out like the technician at some point when she was like are you okay like do you want to keep going my husband's like just just ignore her like just keep going which was the right call uh but I was surprised at how long the appointment is if anybody hasn't gone in yet, it's a little bit longer than I, I expected it to be like 15, 20 minutes. It was more like 45 to an hour, uh, depending on how cooperative your baby is. Like she has to, they go in and they're taking, they're, they're taking all these pictures. They're like measuring like the skull size, the kidney size. I mean, that was another thing I was like, they showed me his like kidneys and I was like, his kidneys they're so cute. I just, everything pushed me over the edge. It was, it was embarrassing. Um, they check their toes. You can see their little toes, their fingers, but it takes a while. And especially if your baby's like moving around and squirming like ours was, uh, it can be, it can be tricky to get all those pictures. So it just took a little bit longer again, 
pee before you pee before you uh go get in there because <laughs> that's another thing like just not peeing for 45 minutes is is tough on its own and then the the pressure's going um it was funny though so she's like she's you know going around with the wand like trying to get all these pictures and he's squirming around and at one point she's like whoa and we're like what, what's what is it like you know nervous <laughs> like, what, what, what'd you see and she's like I thought that was his arm that's his penis <laughs> and apparently our our kid is is hung our kid is, is our kid is well hung for a 20 week year old <laughs> when I tell you like we were just all laughing she's like oh my god and she like she like screenshotted it and and uh printed it for us <laughs> and we were all just like the three of us were just like laughing in there She's like, I'm glad you guys wanted to know the gender because there's like no way I could have hid this from you guys. Like this thing is just massive. And when I turn to Brandon, I'm I'm not kidding. I've never seen this man <laughs> beam the way that he that he was beaming at this news. Like he was I've never seen this man beam this way in my life. Like he was so proud. So proud. Like he he was happier with this news than he was on our wedding day. I swear to God. Um, so that was, that was fun. And then, I mean, she said everything looked good. Like that's, I kept asking, I was like, are you, can you tell if there's spinal bifida? Can you tell like if the heart looks good and asking all these questions? She's like, she's like, yeah, she's like, I'm just taking measurements now. Um, I don't see anything that's like, looks, uh, that's giving me any questions. So everything looks okay. And I didn't know that going in. I thought like, um, they tell you everything definitively right then and there, but actually it's a little bit of a process. Like the technician generally isn't supposed to tell you, even if they do see something that looks off, they probably won't mention it to you. Um, they're taking all these measurements and photos and then giving it to your doctor and your doctor will tell you definitively if there's like anything that looks rough in a follow-up appointment. So that's just something to know. Like I kind of thought going in that they would tell us like, they definitely don't have spinal bifida or whatever it was, um, but you won't get that information until your follow-up appointment. Just just something to know. But often, um, no news is good news. That's kind of what she said to us. She's like, look, I don't see anything that's that looks red flaggy, so we're taking that as a good sign. And I mean, I mean, we looked at him for 45 minutes. I could see his, like, his spine forming, his kidneys, like everything just looked good. And he's so cute. And I love him so much. So that was basically the appointment. Then they print out some photos for you. So you can, you can just look at them. I probably have been staring at these photos for at least one to two hours a day, every day since. Um, it's, it is amazing, like how clear and how, like how clear these photos are. Like the technology is amazing. I sent it to my dad. I sent him a screenshot of a picture and um, he was like, I've never seen anything like this. I guess they did not have that back when we were, when we were kids, but it is, it, it is amazing. And it's so fun and so fun to see them. And I feel like the rest of pregnancy will even be a little bit better because you even have a, a more of a sense of, you know, what your baby is and, and how exciting it is. This podcast is brought to you by Parallel, the first and only OBGYN founded women's vitamin. Parallel bundles together all the daily vitamins a woman needs into one simple packet based on where she is in her pregnancy. Parallel is the only brand that offers targeted prenatals for each individual trimester, which is key because mom and baby require different nutrients during each stage. 
Parallel has the cleanest formulation on the market and only uses high quality ingredients. Plus their formulation and dosing is meticulously informed by the latest research as well as their founding doctor's clinical insights. Parallel is on a mission to create a world with more healthy babies and supported moms. It has a one-by-one model where they donate a supply of their prenatal vitamins to underserved women across the United States. And in just under a year, they've helped over 5,000 moms. So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out ParallelHealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off your first month. That's ParallelHealth.com and use code BIGKID20 for 20% off. All right, let's talk about some symptoms for week 20. So a lot of us at this point will be feeling our babies move around, uh, which is the craziest weirdest feeling like I've tried to describe it to so many people and it's just so strange um if you don't yet don't worry it can take a little bit more time for for some people to feel them I think I mentioned it a week or so ago but like one of my girlfriends like where her placenta was stationed like she never felt movement throughout the whole pregnancy and that is totally totally normal um but for those of us who are feeling them, you might start to feel them more and more. Like I know this week I felt him a lot more than I did in previous weeks. He's definitely kicking around in there, moving around. I just like, I like, like I like knowing that he's moving around because before we had gone into our appointment, you know, it had been four weeks since I heard the heartbeat. Like now when I just get those kicks or feel those flutters, it's just like a little bit reassuring. I know he's like, he's good in there. He's, he's chilling. He's doing his thing. So that's fun. Let's see what else can be happening at week 20. Oh, your appetite may be picking up. This is very true for me. I know I've been putting on weight a little bit quicker. I think I'm just making up for lost time because um, I couldn't I couldn't really eat my first trimester. I lost weight and now I'm like putting on those pounds and then some. They say you're supposed to gain between one to two pounds a week. I think I've put on three pounds the last two weeks in a row. But it's fine. All good. But yeah, appetite is definitely something that's picked up. I've noticed um, because I've still even had food aversions into the second trimester. Those are getting a little bit better. Like I had my first salad this week. That was very exciting for me before I couldn't even like look at anything green. And I still kind of have to cover those greens and blue cheese. I'm not going to like I'm not going to pat myself on the back too much, but we're getting there. You know, I think we're moving in the right direction. At this stage, your baby bump might be popping a little bit more. Again, everybody's different. There's like a huge range of what's considered normal. So if you don't have a baby bump yet, don't sweat it. But for a lot of us, um, this is a time where it's becoming more prevalent. Like, I don't know, but I'm starting to get those looks now on the street, you know, when I'm walking around, like people can just like look, I see the eyes dart down and they notice that I have a belly and yeah, another symptom. So if you are eating more, you may notice that you might be getting some more heartburn and indigestion at this time. This is something that's going to happen throughout pregnancy. So one of the tips here is to eat smaller meals throughout the day. It's supposed to help. All right, let's see what's happening with baby at week 20. So, I mean, at week 20, if you've already gone through your ultrasound, you've gotten a pretty good look at them at this point. But if you haven't gone yet, um, so baby is about the size of a banana this week, about 6.5 inches long and 10.2 ounces. So they're not a pound yet, but they're getting there. 
and um, banana is like a very good visual of how how long they are. And your baby is working hard on those sucking reflexes and may even be sucking their thumb for practice at this stage, which is which is kind of fun. When we were doing the ultrasound, I could see that his hand was like close to his mouth. He wasn't sucking his thumb when we were looking at him. But now that after I've read that, I'm like, I wonder if he's in there just, just doing that. If you're carrying a girl, your baby's uterus is fully formed this week and the vaginal canal is starting its development. And if your fetus is a boy, the testicles are beginning their descent soon, though they're still in the abdomen waiting for the scrotum to finish growing so that they'll have a place to go in a few weeks. So those are a couple of interesting things to know about your baby. And again, if you went into that ultrasound, you, you've, you've gotten more of a glance than you have this whole time, which is really fun. So let's get into some tips and to-dos for the week, shall we? Okay, so one thing I will say for the ultrasound, if you can... Try to get some video of the ultrasound. Like the place that we go to is like really big on not taking out your phones. And like they have signs posted like don't record, which I don't I don't really get. But I, I would have if I could go back, I would have told Brandon to like secretly record it on his phone on the side or something just to because like seeing the video, seeing them in motion is so cool. Like the photos are still awesome, but like watching him actually like move his arms and stuff. Uh, in the ultrasound was amazing and I wish I had those videos that I could go back and watch him like squirming around in there uh, so that would be my little tip if you can try and sneak it all right here's another tip this actually came from one of my girlfriends this week who I was having lunch with and she mentioned this and um, it's a really good one I've been thinking about it a lot now basically every time you get up like if you're laying down in bed or you're sitting on a chair you want to roll to your side before getting up like don't just try to sit straight up because uh, you can really stretch out your ab muscles if you're just trying to get straight up and down which is kind of what I've been doing and now every time I get up I remember that I'm like no I want to roll to my side and get up so that you don't you know overstretch your your ab muscles or separate them too much because that that can be a, a thing in pregnancy So loved that tip. Um, Here's another one. You want to stretch. Like we've been talking about like doing prenatal, you know, yoga and and working out a little bit. And the thing is when you're stretching, your muscles and ligaments might be a little bit looser at that at this time. But that means that they're also prone to injury. So you want to stretch, but don't overstretch. Like this isn't the time to see if you can still do a split, you know? (laughs) And if any movement hurts, don't push it. Like I'm used to like being able to touch my toes, for instance. Can't really do that these days. Again, like I'll go as far as I can, but you know, if you feel any friction or anything that doesn't feel right, do not push it. Another tip for this week. So I have told you guys in in the past two weeks that I've been having some like emotional issues and like feeling not so great. And um, there's been a lot that I've been doing ever since then. It's hard to pinpoint exactly what it is that I'm doing that's working. But um, one of the things I mean, I've I've worked on my nutrition a little bit because I had been eating so bad and I've talked about it this whole time on the podcast. Like I haven't wanted healthy food. I haven't wanted vegetables. I've only wanted like mac and cheese, pasta, just, just carbs and haven't really like been eating my normal healthy diet. 
So I've been trying to incorporate a little bit more nutritional stuff in. Um, I just got some athletic greens, which is like a powder that has a bunch of vitamins in it uh, that you just mix with water. I, you might hear me say different stuff every week because I that that is like my mo. I like trying everything, but I've been drinking those every day, and I I like I like them. I and I like knowing that I'm just adding more nutrition into my diet. Another thing, um, I saw one of these one of, a therapist that I I follow on Instagram actually posted this is just about the importance of getting vitamin D, especially this time of year. It's winter time, and like even just getting more vitamin D can help with can help with seasonal depression or seasonal affect disorder. So I read that and was like, hmm, I wonder if that's like compounding with like, you know, my hormones and just like making me extra moody and sad. So I've started to incorporate more vitamin D with um just, you know, just extra vitamin supplements. And you can probably, you can also do that by getting sunlight or, or doing all kinds of things. But I've just been, I just feel like popping an extra vitamin here and there. Can't hurt. All right. That is all for week 20. Thank you so much for listening. And if you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to hit those five stars on iTunes, maybe share it on social or send it to a friend who's recently pregnant or anyone you think might like it. You can also connect with me on social at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. I love to hear how your pregnancy is going. It's already been so fun. I've been chatting with a bunch of you um, on there and just, just love comparing notes. In the meantime, I will see you back here next week for week 21 updates. And until then, thanks for bumping along with me.